Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Expectations matter. What do you expect from an SUV? Versatility? A range of sizes built to fit your life? A range of exteriors that all invite stairs? or being able to take control of more than just the wheel. Expectations matter, but exceeding them matters more. How we get there matters. The Audi family of SUVs. Progress you can feel. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Hi, this is Katrina Adams, and you're listening to Brothers on Tennis. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we, of course, are Brothers on Tennis. And hey, folks, we are, hey, we're doing another podcast, doing another show. We've got a lot to talk about. There's a a lot of things going on in the world of tennis. We've got, um, you know, a tournament, a couple tournaments that just wrapped up today. And, uh, you know, we're preparing for that, uh, the, the tournament that used to be in Cincinnati that's now in New York but still called Cincinnati <laughs> right western and southern <laughs> exactly so lots to talk about folks so brother Bryce what's the good word man how you doing bro well it's starting to feel a little bit like normal I mean this is a Sunday this is uh we had a couple of finals today um we got some more tournaments coming up so it's slowly starting to feel a little bit like a tennis season, right? So exactly, um, exactly. We we want to let everyone know we're we're trying to do a bunch of things today. So we're testing out some stuff. So we're uh, broadcasting live on IG like we do weekly. Uh, mm-hmm. But in addition to that, uh, we are also on a test app called Locker Room, and they are not open to the public yet. Um, but if you are interested in listening to us on Locker Room, DM us and we'll be able to give you some special access. But one of the things that we're testing out today is Locker Room now has the ability to record our uh, discussions there. So we're trying to test out how this works and seeing if we can then take what we recorded on Locker Room and then post it as a podcast. So. You know, you have two IT guys here trying some uh, social media <laughs> technology thing, fit, right? Feeling, feeling real old at the moment, but uh, real old. <laughs> These gray hairs, man. Right. Exactly. So everybody, yeah. forgive us if anything starts to feel disconnected in any way. But uh, we're we're just trying to uh, maximize the time that we have out here. 
Absolutely. So yeah, yeah, we're going to have some fun today. Just talk a little bit about tennis, what's going on. I mean, there's a lot. That, okay, first of all, Bryce, let me just say, <laughs> Teichman. <laughs> That's what I was hey. going to say, Teichman. Who would have thought that right. they, I, looking at that top half of the draw, that that name would right. have made it to the finals, right? I mean, you can even go out and say, when you looked at everybody, that entered the tournament. All those names we were we were talking about in the beginning. You know, if you were a betting man and you said, uh, I bet the finals is gonna be Tykeman versus Jennifer Brady, <laughs> you probably would have won a bunch of money today. A bunch. Yeah, you you you'd be sitting in some cash right now because yeah, that definitely was not what was uh what uh what I had on my tongue. I would say that. But you know what? Kudos to her, man. She took her she took a game. And she brought it, and and she won when she needed to win. I mean, she beat Putin Seva, and that you know, Putin Seva was feisty. So for her to be able to you know scratch up on right. her and gave her two whole biscuits. So I mean, <laughs> she was like, "Am I scared of you?" Um, and and right. you know, and she did her thing. You know, she got up a hold, got a hold of CC Bellis, and, and and threw her around a little bit. And luckily, like I said, all the names that we were talking about were all the way on the top, and they just kept taking one another out. So it's like, uh-huh. you know, Venus took out Azarenka, and then Serena took out Venus, and then uh-huh. Shelby <laughs> came out of nowhere and was like, Serena, right. get out of here, nobody's scared of you. <laughs> <laughs> Serena was like, look, I was on my way home anyway, so. Uh... <laughs> right. <laughs> Exactly, man. Yeah, but I mean, really, Bryce, I mean, there's so much to talk about with that tournament. I mean, such good things that we right. saw. I mean, from the get-go. And I, I, let's just start first round. We knew that the, the matchup against Vika versus Venus was going to be spicy. We knew it was going to be hot. Right. And we right. knew Venus was coming in. She had that, you know, 5-2 head-to-head. So she was coming Uh-oh. in like, yo, I done handled up on you before. I, I know your mm-hmm. game. And apparently I right, like your right. game. <laughs> <laughs> right? And I, but like you, and we talked about this offline, still nervous for Venus because we were going off of the Venus that we saw at World Team Tennis. Right. And I'm telling right. you, Bryce, that Venus that came out that first round, as well as the Venus that played Serena Williams, if that Venus Williams shows up at the U.S. Open – there's a whole bunch of women that need to watch out. Right. Because Venus right. played some ball, man. She got about there and she was she was hammering it, man. The movement looked good. The forehand looked right. good. And the serve. Venus was popping the 110, 115s on the regular. Right. What is that? Right. right. What is right. that, bro? Bro, let me hand it over to you. Give me, give me, give me what you felt. Cause I man, I I, I didn't even know how to feel after watching her, man. Crazy. Right. You know, I, I'm exactly like you are. I mean, I, I watched her singles play in World Team, team Tennis. and wasn't particularly impressed. I was like, okay, this is kind of more of the decline of Venus that we've been seeing. But right. um, the way she played against Vika, I, and I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know that I was even really that hyped after the Vika match because I think I told you, Isaac, we see these days occasionally from Venus. I mean, she comes out, she looks right. like Venus of 10, 15 years ago, and you say, you know, like you just said, if she plays like that, you know, she's a problem for people. The problem we've had with Venus has been 
She plays like that on Monday, and on Tuesday, she looks like she couldn't win the Orange Bowl. <laughs> so, I mean, so I actually became much more impressed with Venus in the next round when she played Serena. And although she lost that match against Serena, the fact that she was in, that she had the ability to play at a very high level two times in a row. Now, I know that sounds crazy when you're talking about a seven-time major champion like Venus, but she's 40 years old. And those days of having those consistent results day in and day out, I don't know, or I, I felt like they weren't there anymore. But she pulled in two very good matches back to back. And so this takes me back to what you said. If she's able to do this on a certain level of consistency, we see that she's modified the service motion. So maybe that's better on her arm. She had much more movement in her legs than I thought she was going to have. Venus Williams could be a factor. And especially when we're talking about the U.S. Open and the number of top players that will not be there this year, who are going to be those people that take advantage of that? And Venus Williams could be one of them. She absolutely could, brother. I completely agree with that. I mean, like I said, she played some great tennis, played two great, great matches, and she should be confident coming out of this. And I believe she's going to play the Western Southern, right? She, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so... And I think how you, yeah, you and I were talking about this. I mean, she should go in there, like you were saying, get a feel for the courts, but, you know, don't tire uh-huh. yourself out. Save, you know, save, save it for the U.S. Open. Because, if, like I said, if Venus can show the form that she showed in those first two rounds of this tournament, right? I really believe Venus is going to shock a few folk up at the U.S. Open. I really believe that, man. Yeah. Right, right. So, you know, so Venus, you know, she looked good in her two matches. Uh, Serena. Now, Serena went three sets in both of her matches. And, and, okay, people, let's calm down for a minute, right? I've been seeing a whole (laughs) lot of chatter online about people saying, oh, Serena lost to Shelby Rogers. Serena should retire. Serena this, Serena that. That just really proved to me that a lot of people really don't understand the process of preparing for the U.S. Open. If you honestly think that Serena Williams cared about winning the top seed Open in Lexington, Kentucky, <laughs> then you, you missed the whole point of things. So this, unlike most of the players there, you know, for Serena and Coco Golf, this was the very first time we've seen them play anything they haven't played any of the exhibitions they didn't play world team tennis so this is the very first time they're getting out there so they're just trying to get out there get the rhythm see how they're hitting the ball they're not trying to be out there and play five six matches here potentially play the western southern play five six matches there and then play two weeks in the u.s open now i'm not saying that serena went out there trying to lose i'm not saying that at all but i'm just right. saying she is very unbothered at this moment about not winning the top speed open <laughs> tennis tournament right right and she even mentioned as much Bryce. she even said that this is the first tournament where i came where i didn't even i'm not i'm not trying to win this that was not my goal coming here was to win she she specifically right. said that and i mean that goes a long way because you never hear serena saying that and again it goes exactly yeah. to what you were saying it was about getting reps 
getting some competition right. and just making sure that everything is 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 where at least she thinks it should be as she starts to you know prepare for the US Open. So I 100% right. agree with you, brother. And and I have a Brothers on Tennis news alert too. If you think she cares about winning the Western and Southern also? <laughs> no. <laughs> because I just look I just looked at the schedule again. If if she were to make it to the finals, the finals is on that Friday. The US Open starts that Monday. Serena is not no. trying to be playing up through the Friday before. I truly believe right. Serena will want to get in there. There's going to be it's going to be a good field. It's going to be some top players there. So mm-hmm. she's going to want to get in there, get her two, maybe at most three matches in, and then she's going to really start to wind things down and prepare for the U.S. Open the following week. So I don't want to hear people next week if, you know, if she loses to Kvitova in the quarterfinals next week, I don't want to hear people talking about, oh, what's wrong with Serena? Oh, she should retire. What's going on? (laughs) I can't believe that they would actually say that she should retire after she went, like I said, she went three sets. She's, she looked great. Shelby played good. Now, let's not be, you know, let's not, you know. Right. Let's not, right. you know, uh, not give her credit where credit is due. Shelby Rogers played some big ball tennis. She played big girl tennis. She played that Lindsay yeah. Davenport, I'm going to hit the felt off the ball tennis. And it was beautiful. Right. She did yeah. She did the damn thing. And and But so for anybody to say after taking a loss, 7-6 in the third, that somebody should retire, Right. You don't know what you you don't know what you're looking at apparently. So I agree right. with you a hundred percent. Ain't nobody worried about Serena Williams. At least those who know the game. No. Ain't nobody worried about Serena. Serena gonna be just fine. She looked good. She got that new Cirque du Soleil trainer guy who got a twist and pretzel <laughs> and got arms and. Did you see some of the stretches you were doing? Yeah. For the yeah. last dude, I was like, damn, Serena flexible, right. man. Jay, she flexible. Right. And and that's what you need. Half in the <laughs> yeah. He'd have broke me in half before the match. I'd been like, uh, I, I can't handle this. Right? Yeah. I cannot handle this. So, no, you're exactly right, brother. I mean, I think that Serena is right where she wants to be. She played three really good, really tough three-set matches. And right. she, in this uh-huh. time for her now, she could back up and she can be like, okay, play three matches. What did I do well? What did I do not so well? Uh-huh. How am I feeling? Right. And let's go and tune it right. up again at the Western Southern. And I'm going to I'm tweak it a little bit more. That's right. all it is, folks. That's all it is. So, you know, right. them folks need to relax. <laughs> Talk about right. Right. Come on. Yeah, so, so we're good with Serena right now. We're good yes. with Venus. Now, i tell you who else is good right now. And that's Layla Fernandez because she has whopped up on Sloan Stevens the last <laughs> two times they've played. Which probably doesn't make her very unique because I think everybody's getting a turn on Sloan right now. But, you know, <laughs> talk to me, Isaac, about um, once again, what's going on with Sloan? Is she even going to be any kind of a factor uh, for the U.S. Uh, Open or the Western yeah, Southern? I, I tell you what, Bryce, I, I, am, I am beginning to get very confused by Sloan Stevens, to be very honest with you, <laughs> because see, Sloan ain't got no excuse. Unlike Serena, who hadn't played, Sloan been playing a bunch of world team tennis, so there is absolutely no excuse for her not to be in a rhythm, feeling good, and really being motivated about getting out there to compete and win. Um, so the fact right, that right. Layla Fernandez got a phone her, 
Um, and don't get me wrong, again, credit, give credit where credit is due. Layla Fernandez is a very talented teenager. She's yes. 17 yes, years she old. Yes. She left it. She, uh-huh. she got game. And she little. She little bit. She ain't but like 5'3", five, 5'4". <laughs> five, She's small. But at the yeah. same time, if Sloan is playing top-level Sloan Stevens tennis, Sloan should not have a problem with the Layla Fernandez. No. And no. you could see out there on the court, brother, Sloan was just not motivated. Yep, see, so, yep, it's saying it right there. Sloan is not, right. ma- she's not motivated right now. She got right. about there. The feet weren't moving. She was just slapping at balls, thinking that she could kind of slap her way through Layla. And Layla's like, yeah, right. bring that. I use pace. I use it. So every time Sloan was right. slapping, she like, boop. She'd take it off the rise and slap it right back. <laughs> and Sloan's like, what, what am I supposed to do? And, I mean, right. she just looked straight up. Just she just is not she's not where she needs to be. I don't know if it's the fitness side. I, I, I more so right. think it's motivational because you and I were kind of talking. And like I said, we don't like busting on folks, you know, for their you know, for their fitness. I mean, you know, we do, but we right. don't. But, you know, Sloan was wasn't wasn't where she needed to be when she was at South Carolina. But she really right. is looking in better shape. Um, 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 you know, she's looking like she's in better shape uh, when she got to Lexington. But unfortunately, like I said, that motivation just wasn't there. So I, wow. I, it was unfortunate, man. It was just it was like, oh, come on, Sloan. Where is where is the Sloan that we're used to? And uh, right. and, and like 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 our, our audience is saying, Sloan, you can go ahead and get married and put a ring on it and quit playing around. And Beyonce, you know, like then you put, put a ring. Go and put a ring on right. it. Let's hurry up and, and make these things happen. Because I miss old school Sloan that won the U.S. Open, and that was just driving folk crazy. Because that right. Sloan, right. I don't know where that Sloan is, bro. What, what about you? What's your what's your take on all this? Sloan's been the same player for the last year and a half to me, and yep. I, I, you know, I used to get surprised when she lose loses. Uh-huh. Now I get surprised when she wins. So, <laughs> um, and and I've gone out there and said this before, you know, uh, you know, Kamal Murray as her coach has got to be frustrated, right? I mean, I'm assuming he is. And and, and I, I don't know how you look at each other every day with these kind of results. So, <laughs> I mean, stay tuned. We'll continue to watch this space for that. But, you know, um, let, okay, so let's transition the conversation to someone that mm-hmm. did surprise us. And I tell you what, Cece Bellis looks like she may be back. CC Bellis looks good, man. Like I said, I've always liked that young lady. Because remember, she was she jumped on the scene at 15, 16. She right. was, you know, the Coco Golf before Coco Golf got out there. And uh she, you know, had some good results at the US Open and really, really, you know, was shaping her game up very nicely. And then unfortunately, uh-huh. all the injuries came and she just ended up, you know, really struggling and then having a bad time. But um, I tell you what, she looked good out there, and it looks as though she's getting her game back together. So that was just really very positive to see. I'm very happy to see Cece Bellis out there competing real good, man. Right, right. And she, uh, you know, I was surprised how easily she took out Jessica Pagula. Yeah. You know, took her out like three and two. So, I mean, um, that's a good win because Jessica had looked very good during the World Team Tennis tournament. Right, so, right. Um, and then, you know, we, we can't forget about Jill Teichman, right? So oh, yeah. she made it to the she made it to the finals of singles and doubles in this tournament, which was a right. really good effort. Um, but I like her game. She's got that whole lefty swing. 
Um, you know, she's got offense. She, you know, takes advantage of, you know, of, of getting to the net. Uh, she's a battler. You know, I, I, I like her. Um, yeah. You know, I'm not saying she's going to go out here and win the U.S. Open or nothing. But, <laughs> you know, she's somebody that you may not want to face in your section of the draw. That's right. That's right. And she's and she's got confidence now. I mean, the fact that she made a final. Um, yeah. Yeah. She's going to go into the U.S. Open feeling really good about her game. And that's that's where you want it to be. You want to be able to go in feeling really good about how you are playing the game of tennis. So, yeah, kudos for her for making it through that draw. And like you said, taking out CC Bellis in straight sets as you know, as well as Shelby, uh, Shelby Rogers. She's like, Shelby, anybody scared of you? You, Yeah, you might have taken care of Serena Williams, but I'm a whole different story. So anybody scared of you? She's like, I don't mind playing the whole week. I play the whole week. You know, Serena may All right. get up out of here, but I play the whole week. You know, I will play. Ain't nothing. Exactly, brother. Yeah, man. Now, Bryce, talk to me about just, okay, seeing how Venus kind of spanked up on Azarenka. What are you thinking about Azarenka? Okay. Well, I think I mentioned this to you before the tournament even started. To me, when I saw Azarenka play in the South Carolina tournament, she didn't look that good to me. And so... I was actually saying it was a toss-up match because Venus wasn't looking good out of world team tennis. Um, Vika wasn't looking good coming out of South Carolina. And, you know, she's all right. I mean, <laughs> I, I just feel like it's going to depend on the draw for her with the U.S. Open. Yeah. She might get a couple of rounds under her belt. But I think when she gets to the uh, the big name people uh, when she gets to the Williams sisters and Kvitova and, you know, um, Osaka and Kennan and all of them, I, I don't see her being able to effectively compete. With yeah. Them. Yeah. No, I completely agree. I feel the same. I, feel, I don't understand what's happened with Vika because, you know, I realize, well, I know people are like, duh, she had a baby. Stupid. And I'm like, no, no, I get that. <laughs> but it just seems like, you know, she's been back now longer than Serena. So I'm just surprised around the, I guess the, what am I trying to say? Just her ability to compete. She just seems to be struggling a little bit from a competition right. standpoint. And um, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just find it to be interesting um, that she's not been able to get back to that top level where she was before the baby. You know what I mean? So right. very, very interesting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it wasn't just the baby, right? Because she had all the drama. You know, the drama. That's, with, that's with true. With the guy. And, and even when she was ready to start playing again, she really couldn't. Because she couldn't leave uh, the country with the baby. And, you know, so it, it's really unfortunate what, what has happened. Um, you know, see what happens when you let red food in your life. But, you know, it, <laughs> It's unfortunate that she hasn't been able to reclaim the game that that she once had. But, you know, she's not I mean, it's not done for her yet. And so, you know, maybe she'll, you know, get it all together. But um, now. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, transitioning down because we've talked about a good number of people on that top half going down to the bottom half. I mean, do, do we want to start off with Coco or because we got to talk about Miss Miss Golf? I mean, come on now. Right, I mean, right. but but before that, maybe we should talk right. about Sabalenka. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> because she, we know she will eventually get us to Coco Golf. Um, right? right? Oh, man. Look, I was surprised that Sabalenka had to go three sets with Madison Bringle. Um, we had just looked at Madison uh, when she was here, what was it, in February at the Newport right. uh, Challenger. Yep. And yep. we saw the broke frying pan serve thing going on. <laughs> and, and, you know, uh, you know, wasn't impressed, but uh, Sabalenka is one of those kind of players that she's, like you said, she's going to rip the felt off the ball. Now, whether it goes in or not, that's a whole different story. The right. days that is going in, you know, she can beat anybody on the tour, right? Nobody wants to face a Sabalenka when her balls are going in. Right. But, you know, she had huge stretches in that match against Madison Bringle where it was like she had gone on a walkabout. She she couldn't get a ball in to save her life. So yeah. um, if she continues to play that high-risk type of game, that's always going to be a problem for her. And, and I think we even saw with, you know, take the obvious example. I think we even saw with Serena. It really wasn't until Serena started to develop a true kind of like game B. Yep. You know, she yep. had a game plan B yep. uh, that we started to see a lot of consistency in Serena's results. And I think Sabalenka has to find that 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 plan B. Yeah. Um, yeah, I completely agree because it's it's it's, you know, and, and mind you, I'll give her a little bit of a leeway only because, again, it was her first match back as well. I mean, she hadn't played. So, granted, you yeah. Know, so I just granted. it seemed mm-hmm. like she was struggling to close out Madison. And again, that's why they went to that third set, because really, in truth, she should have beat her in straight sets. I mean, she had I think she might have even had match points in the second set and just couldn't close her out. Right. And then just craziness happened and they went to the third set. Um, but yeah, hopefully, you know, she'll get her, her form a little bit better. Cause I still believe in her. I still like Sabalenka's game and she got a big old right. game, but I tell right. you, and she put, and she put, and she brought that big old game against Coco. And initially she was, you know, taking it to her. And it, I don't know if it was, just, uh-huh. I think it was Coco and what she does, which is she started kind of figuring out problem solving. Yep. Like, okay, I got this big hitter. I don't think she got a plan B. So let me change up some stuff. And let me see how she's going to react to it. And that's exactly what she did. And Sabalenka tried to adjust and tried to, you know, do a few things differently. But Coco, in the end, was able to take that match in three sets. And it was really, really just incredible play and mind and, and just mental uh, on, 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 on Coco's behalf. Just really a great, great job. But Sabalenka, like I said, for her to have two matches under her belt, both went three sets. You know, hey, she she should take right. some positives out of that, and then hopefully, I don't. I'm pretty sure right. she's going to play Western Southern as well. I'm sure. Yeah. You know what? I d- I doubt that there are very few people that are going to play the U.S. Open that are not going to take the opportunity to play the Western and Southern. And and just to remind you know our listeners and our viewers, um, this year the Western and Southern instead of being played in Cincinnati is being played at the Billie Jean King Tennis Center in New York. So it's like it gives you an opportunity to play some matches on the exact courts that the U.S. Open is going to be played. So it's much more exactly. than a regular warm-up uh, this particular year. So I'm, I'm sure Sabalenka is going to be there. Now, what I want to do is I'm going to buy a shirt, and I'm going to send it to Coco Golf, and it's going to say on the front, it, what it's going to say is, what you're not about to do is, because what <laughs> she does is if you come out 
against her and you're doing something, you may get her for the first set, but she's going to let you know what you're not about to do is continue and do this all match long and just stop me like this because right. I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to change my game plan. I'm going to do something different. I'm going to figure it out. And another exactly. thing is what you're not about to do is beat me in a third set because <laughs> in her early career, she is already, what is it, uh, 10 and 2? Yeah, I think so. I think that's what they said, right? Yeah, yeah, she's 10 and 2 now and, and third set. So you don't, you don't want to go the distance with uh, Coco Golf. And, and since we're talking about Coco now, I was very impressed with the way she looked. Granted, yes. I know some of that is probably 16 years old. Um, <laughs> right. Know, that, that helps. But, you know, she looked really good. Uh, there are two things that I want her camp to really focus on. And I, and I want them to focus on it now while it's still early. Yeah. Number one, you know, we don't need another FAA. She need to get them Ooh, double them faults, double faults out brother. Thing. Oh, them double yeah, faults. Th- there's no need for that. I mean, she could, you know, during this whole Rona period, she could have been hit and served every single day. You know, correct. Uh, they need correct. to fix that. There's no reason to be giving away free points at the highest levels of the game because you can't get your serve in. But the That's second right. thing is, as I think the word is out on her forehand. Because you can see when things get kind of tight, you know, she gets a little loose with that forehand. And that's that's kind of become a little bit of a go to spot for her opponents. So she needs to tighten that forehand up because if she tightens that forehand up, there really isn't much that you can do against her. There's not too many places you can go that you can say, okay, this is a weak spot for Coco. She's got right. a world-class backhand. She moves well. I, I am super impressed with the way she handles her business at the net. You know, um, I'm sure that doubles with uh, Katie McNally is helping that. Um, I cannot be more impressed with uh, Coco Golf at the moment. Absolutely. Yeah, I just saw <laughs> read Courtney's. Uh... <laughs> oh, that's cute. What did Courtney say? Courtney talking about fun fact. I lost to Shelby Rogers, uh, love and love in junior tennis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Well, you know. You know, sometimes that's how is. it goes. You know? Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, I hope them bagels tasted good. Um, I was about to say, she must have looked across the net and was like, I think Courtney hungry. <laughs> hungry. <laughs> Just Let me kidding, beat her. Just kidding. Just kidding. We <laughs> we got love. I didn't take a taking a bagel in my life too. So yeah, it's all good. Especially if you can say by Shelby. I mean, come on. Because like I said, y'all, Shelby Rogers is the truth. I mean, she played some great tennis against Serena. So we don't want to, you know, we don't uh-huh. we want to give her credit where that credit is due. That's just awesome. Hey Jen. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. Now I'll oh, go ahead. Now okay. I am gonna say. Uh, as we continue to look at the bottom half of the draw, uh, I was a little disappointed in the Jabur uh, McNally match. I, I thought that was going to be a better match. You know, Jabur came out there and said, "You know what? I'm really not the one today." So, you know, no, this no. whole ain't nobody trying to play around with you. No, nah, ain't nobody. I, I got. <laughs> yeah, we're not supporting the youth movement over here. We're gonna go ahead and end this no. quick. So. Uh, <laughs> But, but, you know, Katie is still mm. kind of coming along with her singles game, so. She is. She is. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, like I said, she did look a bit, you know, 
I don't even know what the words are, but she she just didn't look good in that first round in Utah. And like I said, I don't know if her and Coco have been feeding off of one another, but them double faults was showing up with uh, Katie McNally as well. She threw yeah. a good number of double faults in that first round. And I was just sitting there like, Katie, baby, come on now. I mean, that's that I, they, they got to tighten that up. So like right. you said, they need to go on ahead to the side courts and both of them need to just work on a work on a second serve. First right. serve is okay, but the second right. serve, they, you got to have a dependable second serve. You are just not going to be a top player without having a good second serve. And right. uh, to me, that's what they need to do. So, you know, and then into the doubles, I just, I still don't understand how they, how they let that team come back, take that second set and force them into that, uh, that super tiebreaker. It just, because right. they played extremely well that first set. They did. And, I, so, yeah, I was a little bit confused uh, about that as well. Bryce, I'm going to hand it over to you, and I'm going to go put some light on. So I'll be right back. Okay. Right. <laughs> you, well, no, and it, it's one of these things where it's like that's the danger in this new format with doubles where the final set is a super tiebreak. Because if you can make it to a super tiebreak, you know, it's, it's anybody's ball game then, Right. And, and exactly. so, you know, it really, this new kind of format benefits people to go ahead and win in straight sets because, yeah, that super tiebreak, it's anybody's game at that point. It's anybody's game, yeah. And, and we saw that's what happened. They came out, they did what they needed to do in the super tiebreaker and knocked them out in the first round. And that's right. just, you know, that's that was disappointing because I was really hoping Makoko would, would get to the finals and actually take that title. Right, right. And, yeah. um so, so let's just talk about that last person in the bottom half of the draw that, you know, we need to talk about. And that is. Uh, yeah, because they won. Jennifer, yeah, Jennifer <laughs> Brady. I mean, <laughs> who knew? Yeah. I mean, we knew. Okay, okay. We knew she was playing well because of what we had seen at World Team Tennis, right? Right, right. We, we knew that, right? But we didn't think she was playing win tournament good. Um, and that forehand was looking, you know, very, very good. Now, I'm, you know, now, before I get on this whole Jen Brady hype train and I'm going to talk to <laughs> other people because I'm, I'm sure there are some people out there waving a Jen Brady flag right now. Um, <laughs> I will want to see how she fares against some tougher competition, right? And that's, that's no disrespect right. to the people that she beat this week. But I want to see her put that forehand on, you know, Serena and Kvitova and uh, Sophia Kennan and Osaka. I want to see how that forehand looked against them. But in terms of her being, you know, number 49 in the world, I think that was a great week. And probably the best thing that came out of it, other than her winning her very first title ever, is that she is now going to be seated at the U.S. Open, which we know that's a huge deal. Yes, exactly. I mean, that's big. That's really big and good. And it, it, like I said, she's been playing the right type of ball. And if you remember when we were doing our initial kind of like predictions and I was talking about that bottom half, I was like, my heart's with Coco. I said, but there's something about that Jennifer Brady. And, you did and say that. I, and Because like I said, Jennifer's forehand is, is, it is no joke, man. She, she is putting some 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 stank on that on that shot, dog. She put right. some stank on it. She pushing them back. She pushing right. it like that. And I mean, her serve looks good. She she was hitting uh, some bomb out wide aces and 
Right. I was just like, I am just extremely impressed with this young lady. And um, I mean, and they even said it. I mean, she's an American player who during her off season went over to Europe. Don't know, but don't know U.S. players ever go to Europe on their time off unless they straight up serious. And she you know was who, serious. And you know who else did that and it showed up in their game too? Was, a, was it a Taylor Fritz? Yep, sure enough. You know, exactly. Um, he, he, he did. And, and so we have seen, you know, the benefits of, of people doing that. Look, we had an we, we recorded an interview today, uh, everyone, that we are so excited to share with you. Uh, I don't think it's going to be posted until not this week, but I think it's going to be posted the week after next. next. But, you know, the, 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 the guy that we interviewed uh, today, he mentioned that, you know, there's no substitution for putting the work in that's it there just that's it there just isn't and so just not there's a direct correlation between the people that put the work in and the results that they receive you know the talent may make it easier one way or the other but even with the talent if you don't have the hard work i mean look at nick curios i mean a lot of people might go out there and say he is the most talented of the players on the men's tour, but he doesn't have the work ethic that a Roger right. or uh, a Rafa or even a Djokovic has, yep. you know? Yep. So yep. it's, it's several components that have to come together to, to com- you know, complete a champion. And, uh, exactly. and so good to see that Taylor Fritz and Jen Brady are invested enough to, you know, try to, and, you know, get their games together. Absolutely. And I mean, and for Jennifer Brady, you know, I, I kind of I, I hate it for her that we are in this COVID situation and we're not going to have a full year, if you will. But I guarantee you she she's going to get up in the top. I feel like she's going to fight her way into the top 10. If she can continue the form that she is showing with that forehand, I really believe that she's she's going to make a she's going to make a fight for it. I mean, it's going to be tough because, you know, we've got so many Really, really talented young ladies in that top twenty, top fifteen. That's there. why I give her. That's why I give her top twenty. I give her top twenty. I, I you know, yeah. top ten. I don't know if I necessarily see top ten right now, just because she's had such a dynamic week. Now, if she shows me this week, kind of week in and week right. out, I'm going to change my tune. But you know, right now, I'll give her top twenty. You know. I, I feel you. No, I feel you. I'm just so impressed again with the fact that she went through that draw, and I, I'm, I, I don't believe Jim Brady lost a set, and that's pretty impressive. No, matter of fact, you can count up her games. She lost what seven mm-hmm. was six to 13, 14, 15, 16, 19, 21. Uh, it looks like she lost twenty four games. Yeah, I mean that's that's very very impressive for your first title. Right. So that yes. and that goes to show just even her mental cuz you know when you put in that work and you are just like you know what I'm done with all the craziness I'm about to I'm about to go in and I'm about to put in some work and I'm about to do this. And I mean for her to go through a tournament and take the title and only lose or lose less than 25 games in your entire yeah. that I mean you've got to be pretty hyped and pretty impressed with that. She's going to be going into these next few tournaments with a lot of confidence, of confidence. bro. Big I time. Agree. I agree. Yeah. Now yeah. 
while we had the top seed open going on over here in the States, you know, we want to give a little shine to the Prague open that was going on. And uh, that's right. Simona Halep, number one seed, Mm -hmm. you know, although, you know, she just had her and her cousin over there playing, you know, she ended up (laughs) taking uh, that title uh, against uh, today. Yeah, against Mertens, exactly. And, you know, Mertens had been, you know, she's been playing some good, you know, good ball as well. Because didn't she win Prague? I'm trying to think. Who won? Who, I mean, not Prague, but uh, the tournament last week, Palermo. Didn't Mertens win Palermo? No, no. Some who, uh, Ferrero won Palermo. Oh, yeah, Ferrero. Yeah, there you go. That's right. I, I thought we had seen yeah. Mertens, but maybe not. Okay, anyway. Yeah, I mean, she looked really right. good. I mean, she also looked very, very good, you know, made it through the draw. Right. And, um, yeah, and Simone Halep just finally, she got her groove because she started out a little bit, you know, a little rough. She had a yeah. couple three-setters. Uh-huh. Although I don't know that I would read too much into that as well because I think she probably did the Serena in the sense that she came on court and was like, ah, right. you know, let me just kind of feel my way in. And she's like, okay, right. now I know your game. I'm going to jump up on you and smack you around. And um, yeah. so she did real good, Bryce, about getting, you know, making her way to the final. And like I said, she 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 took, right. you know, Elise Mertens, who's been looking really good. And she was just like, nah, sister, this my this my tournament. Holla. <laughs> yeah. So I see from one of our viewers, um, they asked the question, is she coming to the U.S.? Well, after her uh, match today, she did say she will be making the decision about the U.S. Open tomorrow. So we will be looking forward to that. Nice. Now, um, supposedly her coach, Darren Cahill, stated that although he doesn't know for sure, his gut feel is that she is not going to come to the U.S. Hmm. Uh, and, and you do have to look okay. at she just played a tournament on clay. Um, right. And, you know, so I, I think it's truly a 50-50 thing, but regardless, we'll yeah. know for sure tomorrow. But that's that's true. And it's kind of interesting because initially coming out the gates, I had pretty certain that I had read an article where she had basically said that she was not coming and she was not going to play the U.S. Open. Right. And then all of a sudden on the tennis right. channel, it was being reported because remember, they showed her doing her little drills and everything. And so they were reporting, oh, well, now Simone Ahala will. And she, they say she signed up for the U S open where she hadn't withdrawn. So, okay. Right. Then she's playing. Right. And then we get, you know, to talking with her at Prague and now it's like, well, I'm not quite sure yet. I'll be, I'll make a decision. Like you were saying, I'll make it tomorrow. So it's been kind of an up and down with her. Um, I, you know, I think that, you know, like you said, given that she played on clay this week, I would think that she's probably just going to stay in Europe and, and hone her skills right. and, and, you know, get ready for another French Open battle because you know that's that's you know that's that's you know she's isn't she defending champion of uh, the French? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know she wants to go in there and, and try and defend her title, which she very well could could do. Um, so you know, and yeah, and let's not forget, it's not like Simona Halep normally comes to the U.S. Open and is tearing stuff up. She has a very exactly. poor record at the U.S. Open. So if she's thinking, like, why am I going to potentially risk my health to go play a tournament that I normally get to smack down at? Um, <laughs> right. Know, um, yeah. Might not be worth it. May not be worth yep. it. So, might um, not be worth it. 
Yeah. But kudos to her for, for, you know, like I said, winning this tournament this week and, and, you know, just kind of doing their thing. And it's funny. She said, uh, I've, there's comment, no Ash Barty, uh, uh, defending the champion. And and I have to say, so we, we won't have Barty. We won't have Andreescu. Wow. And you know what? G- good on them. Because in truth, right. the way that the rankings are set up these days, if I didn't think that I could go back and win it, I wouldn't play it neither. I mean, seriously, why would you risk? Because yeah. you get those points. You have those points for a whole nother year. That's your ranking. So it's like if Andreescu right. were to go and play the U.S. Open and, you know, and lose in the first round, that's 2,000 right. points that she won't have. Right. Then she's going to be struggling in 2021 trying to, you know, get, you know, her ranking and won't be seated. It just doesn't make uh-huh. sense for her to do something like that. So literally, those folks who did well at the U.S. Open and, you know, potentially did well at the French, I would definitely consider whether or not I would play it uh, this time around. If I didn't think I was going right. to win. Right. And and if you remember back when, when Raphael withdrew, I predicted this for Andrescu because it just didn't make sense did. for her to try to play. Yep. I mean, she hasn't played anything in about a year, which begs really another question because when you hear about people being out that long, you usually are hearing about surgeries and recoveries and rehabilitation and right. all that. What's right. What's keeping her out so long? You know, um, I'm beginning to wonder if Andreescu isn't sort of like that Del Potro. I just think she might be uh-huh. a bit injury prone, and I have a feeling that she might have had some undercover injuries that she's still trying to work through and get through. And and that doesn't bode well, especially for her being so young in her career. Right to where you need a year. A year. A year. Yeah, you're right. Serena, Serena went and had a baby and was back in about a year. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So I mean, you know, I, you know, I, I was, I'm just trying to say what's really going on. But um, I did. Yes. <laughs> so, so, in addition to us getting the official announcement that uh, Andrescu wasn't going to be playing this week, um, we also heard from Belinda Benches that. She is not playing, which mm-hmm. makes a very interesting case. Now, three of the four semifinalists from last year will not be playing the U.S. Open. Uh, of course, mm-hmm. the only semifinalist <laughs> that is playing is Miss Serena Williams. Serena Williams, that's right. <laughs> so Serena need to go ahead and get this 24. I'm, I'm tired of her playing around. She just need to go ahead and get it <laughs> so everybody else can go on about their life. And, and 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 be good, you know. Exactly. Hey, Karima. Exactly. Hey, hey. But um, you know, so yeah, so that's very interesting to, sh- to show the impact that this whole Corona situation has had. Uh, we still, it's still going to be an amazing tournament. We have basically almost everybody coming, but there are you know some right. big names that won't be there. To be very, be very honest with you, I don't yeah. know that I've heard too many people's names who are not going to be there that I thought were actually true contenders. Uh, maybe Ash Barty. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't really think if a benchish to take it. I wouldn't think if Andrescu to uh, defend since she ain't played in a year, you know? <laughs> right. Um, right. I, 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 I don't, if Halep doesn't come, it don't matter. Cause she, has she ever gotten past like a third she round hasn't or really, something like that? Yeah. Ex- you know, exactly. Taylor, Tom- Taylor uh, Townsend put it on her last year. 
Uh, <laughs> yep. so, I mean, I haven't now on the men's side, you know, Rafa not coming and Roger not coming opens up that drop a lot on that side. Tremendously. Yes. Side, I don't know so much. No, I agree. I completely agree with you, bro. I think that, uh, and like I said, the women's side is tough anyway, because you've got, like we were just talking about, you got the top 20. There is just a lot of ridiculous talent on the WTA tour in the top 20. And at any time you could throw a whole bunch of them in the top 10, bring them back out, throw them in. Cause mm-hmm. let's, let's, we forget, right. like I said, you've got, I don't, is, is, I don't, is Osaka in the top 10 at this point? Um, because I think um, she might she maybe 10. I think she's 10. Maybe. She might be 10. or And then, you like you said, you've got Kavitova, you've got Muguruza. You've got all these players that are in that top 20, between 20 and 10, Madison Keys. I know, yeah, I know. But still. <laughs> Ain't nobody talking about Madison Keys. <laughs> but, you, but on the day, though, on the day, any of them can just be up in the top 10 and then they fall on back out. Right. And it's just a very interesting mix right now with the WTA. And funny enough, I feel like it's getting, it's moving in that direction for the men as well, except for, of course, the big three. The big three are just the big three. But if you start looking down the chain, there's some, there's some folks between, like I said, four and 15 that they ain't no joke, man. And they are fighting. They trying to find their spot and they trying to kick folks out. And, you know, I mean, you got the RBAs and the Baratinis and they kind of clinging to the, (laughs) to their top 10 spot. But you got some of them young guns that are like, nah, son, that's that's my spot. You need to get out of the way. So, now, it, man, I, uh, anyway, go ahead. Let me tell you something to make you laugh. I don't know if you watched it on Tennis Channel, but uh, our favorite commentator, uh, uh, Brett Haver. Yeah. So Brett yeah. Haver? He um, asked Chanda, he said, which of these four do you think is going to be the first to win a major? He said, Coco Golf, Anna Samova, Jen Brady or Madison Keys. And you know, I was sitting on the edge of my couch waiting to hear what Shannon <laughs> was going to say. And because I, I knew what my answer was. And so Shannon okay. was like, well, I don't want to say Coco because she just needs to continue to develop. Right. And then right, right. she proceeded the next few minutes to effectively. <laughs> dodge that question and not answer it. <laughs> but since I'm not on the tennis channel and I'm on Brothers Own Tennis, I'm going to take this opportunity <laughs> to answer that question. And I think the person who oh. is most likely to be the first one to win a major out of that group is absolutely Coco Golf. Now, I'm not saying that Coco is going to do it this year. I'm not saying that she's even going to do it next year. Right. But I do think in terms of those other three people you put her with, she will do it before them. And let me go down the list. So, number one, <laughs> number one, Anna Samoa, okay? She's somebody who's got good fundamentals, but, you know, I don't really see the heart of the champion in her yet. I don't really see, um, I see, like, good top ten player for the career type deal. Uh, I think if a draw breaks her way, you know, she may be able to take advantage, but I don't really think anybody's looking at the draw and 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 and, and say, wow, Anna Samova's in my section of the draw. Ooh, how far am I going to make it? <laughs> Ain't nobody scared of her. So I put Coco <laughs> in front of her. Number two, okay. 
Jen Brady, like I just said earlier in, in this, in this uh, discussion, for me to get to the point where I'm calling her a potential Grand Slam champion, I need to see a whole lot more than her winning a tournament in Lexington, Kentucky. All right. So at right. this point, I can't even realistically put her in the conversation. And so that leaves me with Madison Keats, right? <laughs> Who is potentially one of the biggest underachievers on the women's side of the professional tour in history. I mean, she's got some amazing God-given talent that she can rip the felt off the ball. And she absolutely has the ability, but <laughs> something ain't right upstairs. Something is not connecting that allows her to get the job done. And I, I don't see mm. improvement happening in that area to make me feel confident about that. Does she have an awesome serve? Does she have an awesome kick serve? Does she have powerful ground strokes? Can she take care of business at the net? Yeah, but her mind ain't right. So if your mind ain't right, <laughs> all that other stuff is, it doesn't matter. So going back to the original question, out of those four um, players, who, yeah. if I had to, look, if I had to put my mortgage payment on somebody who would be the first one to win a Grand Slam, whenever that is, a major tournament, yep. I'm yep. going with Coco Golf. <laughs> it's, it's, so apparently I did not watch that telecast when that uh, particular <laughs> question was answered or was uh, was asked. Right. Um, but it's a very interesting question. Um, and, you know, I, 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 it, it, it's, it's hard to say because I know, like I said, everything that you just said, we've talked about, you know, <laughs> we've talked about it. <laughs> I am a little bit more optimistic in regards to Madison's game. I, I like I said, uh -huh. she made a final, and and when she was playing Sloan, she got up in that final. She she wasn't a hundred percent, so I kind of give her a little bit of a pass there, a little bit. I feel like she she's just got to learn how to like we were just even talking about with Serena. You've got to have a plan B. Plan right. C, plan, right. and I just feel like she's not at that point yet where she's fully developed or committed herself mentally to those Plan B and Plan C games. Um, her fitness has has really improved, and I remember Lindsay Davenport even talking about this. Is that you know she was hitting out a lot because she didn't have the she was afraid that her fitness wasn't there to really be able to stand the point. So her whole thing was, I'm just gonna go for the winner. I, I've seen that change with her over the last few years because I think she's gotten more confidence in her in her fitness. But now it's kind of like what we've talked about before. It's about the mental at this point. And now it's about understanding mentally how do you need to play in order to put really seven matches together to win a Grand Slam. It, it, I, I, I know where you're at. I still am trying to keep the faith in my girl, in my girl, uh, Madison. She's just got her her talent is just stupid. Her power is, is. stupid, it and is. her game is just so good that it's just it. She just needs to get that little 
just that little, you know, the little thing on the shoulder that's like, you, to say, you ain't gotta, you ain't gotta hit that one like that. Just hit it, hit it three quarters, hit it half. You ain't gotta hit it full. You know, so right. that's that's my only thing with Madison. But I mean, in truth, though, if you're talking about again, you said Madison, Coco Golf, Jen Brady, and Anna Samova. I, you know, it's it's a tough question because again, with Coco, Coco being so young. I don't want to put that pressure on it, but you know Coco gonna win a Grand Slam. That's yeah, just, that's yeah, inevitable. Absolutely. You know right. she gonna get her. She right. gonna be multiple Grand Slams. And in truth, now this is where I will probably disagree with you a little bit. Anna Samova, I think, is underrated. I feel like she's got a lot of that, like Lindsay Davenport, just very pure strokes kind of thing going on. And and I like Anna Samova. I like her a lot. I do honestly believe she will win a Grand Slam in her career. Um, 100% agree with you with Jim Brady. Hey, she won Lexington, first title, did a great job, boom, boom. But no, I am not putting her in the discussion to win no Grand Slam just yet. She needs to show me a whole heck of a lot more before I can jump on that bandwagon. But for Anna Samova and Madison, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind of there. But if you ask me who would be the first, though, oh, I mean, it'd be hard for me not to say Madison only because I don't want to put that pressure on Coco or Anna Samova. Because just remember, Anna Samova is actually only, she just turned 18, I believe. Uh-huh. Yeah, so she's still very young in her career as well. There's a lot of development still left with her. So, you know, we go, we, yeah. I mean, that's a tough question. I'm, I'm actually shocked that Brad, Brad Haber came up with that question. He probably so, did. They probably came up on the <laughs> but the you know, and we we see we're we're, we're joined by Miss Katrina Adams. And, and so, hey, so, hey, Katrina. So, so she's throwing in some love for um for Madison Keys as as appropriate, I guess. But the <laughs> thing, but this is what I have a concern of, especially mm-hmm. when I'm talking about the American women. There is a new crop of American women coming up. And yes. so that kind of generation that is ahead of them that have that, in my opinion, they've not really taken advantage of the time that they've had, which is Madison Keys. Uh, I put Sloan in that category. Yes, she has won yeah. uh, one and she made it to the finals of the French. But I think Sloan could have done much more. Well, uh, I, so well, I think Sloan, that French Open loss to Hallam, really took something out of her, both mentally and physically. I just it, We won't go and jump on all that, but right. I really believe that wrecked her confidence because, to me, she really has not looked at, as good since. Yeah. Right. Yep. And, 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 and so That's and right. also, uh, Miss Adams is also supporting uh, – See, uh, <laughs> Katrina, Katrina yeah. you know you need to be in politics. You in there trying to pump everybody up and make it sound good. <laughs> you know, this brother's on tennis. We got to keep it real. So, <laughs> remember, the question was not the question was not whether or not they would ever win a major. It's who Ooh. do they think will win one first? And yeah. it's crazy when you look at the sixteen-year-old and you say. She looks like she could potentially be the first one. Now, like I said, I'm not saying this year. I'm not even saying necessarily next year. Right. But the way that she is developing, her development looks like she's on the trajectory to definitely do it before some of these other people we're, we're, we're talking about. Uh, look, okay, so Ms. Yeah. Adams even said she thinks yeah. golf will probably be the first yeah. one. Yeah, Anna Samova may you know, end up getting a French Open. Yeah, 
So, um, so anyway, Madison is going to win a U.S. Open. I'm, 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 I'm gonna slate her for one. She better win one before her career is out. I'm mad at her if she don't. And I need to put this out there one more time because people, you know, when I'm trying to be real, sometimes people think, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't like somebody. You know, nah, I would love nothing about that. more for Madison Keys to win a major, win multiple majors, right? Um, it's just very frustrating for me because I see the it, – it's similar to the frustration with Taylor Towns, and I know I keep bringing that up. Uh, but when you see the talent, when you see the ability, you just – you're sitting on the edge of your seat like you, – I just need you to get over just, that next hump, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And you want it for them so badly – um, that it ends up becoming frustrating for you as a fan. Right, you know? right. Oh, so, yeah. Um, but I will tell you this. I think I heard them say on uh, when they were commentating earlier today that 17 out of the top 100 women are American. So mm. almost a fifth of the top 100 are American women. That, oh, right. see you, Katrina. Uh, All right, Katrina. Uh, that is that speaks volumes for kind of the pipeline we've got going today um, for U.S. tennis on the women's side. Now, yes, you, you got me looking kind of you know uh, cockeyed on the men's side. You know, um, let's see, just once. Oh, so to the people in the locker room, we just. Um, uh, lost our folks on Instagram. Um, on Instagram, yeah, it yeah. looks like that hour long. That I didn't think we had been out there an hour. My goodness. And we, yeah, and, I guess and so. I think we, we said we were going to come out here and chat it up for about 30 minutes. Right? <laughs> we sure did. We can't oh, never well. stay within our time frame. <laughs> See, y'all got me talking about Madison Keys. <laughs> okay, let me go ahead and leave that alone. So, oh. As a reminder, uh, and, and to the people in podcast land, this was actually a test for us. So this yes. is the very first time we've recorded, um, you know, one of our shows on Locker Room. So we're going to listen to it, and hopefully the quality is good, and we're going to put it out uh, to you guys. And give us feedback. Uh, does it sound better than our normal podcast? Does it sound worse? Does it sound about the same? Uh, we're very interested uh, to hear your feedback. Yes. So before we sign off, Isaac, is there anything you want to shout out to our audience? before? No, we... just, just the fact that, man, that was a great discussion. Really awesome when we can get someone like a Katrina Adams to, to jump in. And I mean, that is just awesome. So overall, very happy with this trial. And uh, thanks again to the fellas at Locker Room. Uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how this sounds, and and hopefully we'll be able to push some things forward. Outside of that, Bryce, I'm good, brother. All right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Thanks, everyone. We'll be back on locker room on Wednesday, five o'clock p.m. Pacific time. Uh, I think on Thursday starts the qualifying tournament for uh, the Western and Southern. Uh, at least that's what it said on the website when I looked before we got here. So the, the draw wasn't mm-hmm. out. We wanted to talk to you about the draw, but the draw is not out yet. So keep your right. eyes out for that because there are going to be some really good names in the qualifying uh, draw. So 
with that, we're going to sign off. We'll talk to you again in a couple of days. This has been your boy, Bryce. And this is your boy, Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. Everyone take care. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Expectations matter. What do you expect from an SUV? Versatility? A range of sizes built to fit your life? A range of exteriors that all invite stairs? Or being able to take control of more than just the wheel. Expectations matter, but exceeding them matters more. How we get there matters. The Audi family of SUVs. Progress you can feel. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home. The place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.